Hello, this is Norman, and welcome to the Run With Horses Daily. Today I'm looking at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. And this goes on this whole section down to verse through verse 12. Uh, it's just an awesome passage, and it's like many of Paul's letters, and it's a very long sentence here. I think verses 8 through 11 are one, one long sentence. But I particularly wanted to focus in on verses 8 and 9. You know, He's challenging Timothy to join him in this lifelong service of carrying out the ministry of the gospel, of being committed to the cause of Christ. And, you know, it's, it's true for us as well that our lives are a holy calling. You know, he talks about here how we are saved and called with a holy calling. And it's not not because we're awesome and we have all the right things to say, because we um, always know what to do, but we're called because of the grace of, of Jesus and because of His, His purpose. Uh, he, he saved us and invites us to join him in his suffering for the gospel. And Paul was united in this, and he says, you know, he's a prisoner of the Lord, and he invites Timothy to share with him in his sufferings. And Paul certainly had a, a life that was filled with trials and sufferings for the sake of the gospel. And we are called for this same purpose, to glorify God as we carry out his mission here on earth under the direction of the head of the church, Jesus, and it's His grace, His purpose, and ultimately His glory. Now, how do we do that? And that's often where we struggle. You know, we do it through our daily choices. You know, I think God is glorified every time we choose Him, uh, every time we point the glory to Him and point people to Him, and we're recognizing Him at work, whether that's through our verbal praise, giving thanks, uh, through our testimony of our relationship with Jesus, through the gospel, His death, burial, and resurrection, what that has meant in our life, or even the, the little choices where we recognize the pull of the flesh to selfishness and to lift up ourself, we recognize that and deny that and choose Jesus instead and choose to glorify God with our time, with our thoughts, uh, with our money, with our relationships. It's that choice to do those things consistently. It's that choice to do those things um, that glorifies God. And in the, the short run, 
sometimes we don't see that. We don't understand exactly how the drudgery of today glorifies God. And it's only those little sparks where you have a really good conversation, maybe, where you have an opportunity to share the gospel, or where you have an opportunity to be in a Bible study with someone and they get it. They understand something that allows them to make steps forward in Christ-likeness, or they grasp the need to be a disciple-maker. You know, there's all these things that happen in our relationships that we can see there's value in this. But it does seem like day after day, there's a lot of things that we don't see the value in. But we have to remember that ultimately this is, it's not our choice. It's not our work. You know, we're not saved or called because of our work. That's what he says here. <clears throat> but ultimately, it's his purpose. It's his work. It's his, he's the one that's doing it. Um, because of the gospel, Paul says, I was appointed a preacher, verse 11. He was appointed a preacher, apostle, and a teacher. Um, who appointed him? Well, God did that. It's God's choice. God gave you your gifts, gave you your talents, gave you your, gave you your abilities, and he lifts up himself in you and through you as we surrender to him. And that's not always easy for us to, to do. It is an ongoing struggle. But as Paul is challenging Timothy, we don't need to be ashamed of that testimony of Jesus. We may struggle. We may be um, faced with trials. But if we're consistently pursuing Jesus, pursuing Christ-likeness, righteousness, godliness, faith. I think God honors our struggle. And ultimately, it, it does come down to what we always have to remember. Is he completes his work. He will do what he promised. No matter how many times I fall down, he will pick me up. He's there with me through the trial. Uh, he promises to be with you. And that's part of where hope comes from. We know that one day we'll see him face to face, complete as he intends us to be. And I know this passage ends, as Paul says, I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. I think that's where our hope lies. We know who we have trusted, and we know where our faith lies, and we know that he is more than able to do what he promised, to follow through on his end of this great work of uh, salvation, of reconciliation, of preparing us for eternity. We can trust him. And it's worth the struggle today. Hope this is an encouragement to you. Have a great day.